My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Today's episode of Big Blend Radio is all about the new film. It is called Days of the Bagnold Summer. That is one heck of a last name to have, I'm telling you, Uh, especially when you're (laughs) someone like me with the last name of Smith. I would like to be a Bagnold. You too could be a Bagnold (laughs) if you you want. acted like one. I know. Listen, this is (laughs) one of those awesome movies. It's a coming-of-age story for a teenager, uh, Daniel, and also the single mom, Monica. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, Monica. I was going to say, that's not Monica in the movie, but Monica's here. We're very excited about this because uh, Monica is one of the, well, main stars, Monica Dolan. Earl Cave is Daniel. We've got Rob Bryden. Tamsin Grieg, we love her, Alice Lowe, and Elliot Speller-Gillett all in the show, but it's also directed by Simon Bird, um, and he's in one of, well, in one of our favorite uh, British TV series called Friday Night Dinner, and um, some of our favorite sayings come from that, and pranks, but anyway, very excited because he directed this, his wife wrote the screenplay, Um, this is just one of those cool, cool movies, you can watch it on virtual cinema, Uh, download it, Uh, just go to bagnoldsummermovie.com and you can get it anywhere it releases today so welcome Simon how are you I'm very well thanks thanks for having, hey. uh, having us on your show oh we're excited about Great this are you kidding pleasure to be here it, mm. we love it we love the movie because it's fun um, it, I think everyone can identify with, with this you know because it deals with you know, pain, that whole thing, especially divorce, kids going through divorce, the, the mom or the dad going through divorce. It's something that all of us have had to struggle with somewhere on some level. So I think a lot of us can identify with it. it totally. And too. I think also it's very, um, it's sort of very much based on what's happening nowadays as well. You know, it's a story about a, uh, a teenage boy who thinks he's going on a, a, a big summer holiday adventure to Florida but at the last minute it's cancelled and he suddenly has to stay at home in a sort of lockdown with his uh, mum. So I think mm. a lot of people will understand that feeling about having your plans cancelled at the last minute and all your sort of hopes dashed. Uh, and mm. it's about the sort of claustrophobia of um, suddenly having to spend a lot of time with your family and mm. the sort of the <laughs> angst, but also the great, the sort of hopefully the joy that that, that can lead to ultimately. Oh, it was well done with that, especially. And Monica, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm I'm really well, thank you. I'm very happy to be on the show. It's really kind of you to have us. 
oh, man, we enjoyed it. Like we were saying, Nancy mm-hmm. and I both enjoyed it. And Nancy looks at me, you know, we're watching this together as mom-daughter, yeah. you know. And um, like, she's like, well, you know, because <laughs> I, have you been, when I was have you been feeling very guilty. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look hey, well, I like it. your mom. No, no, no. I just, I just could just keep looking at Lisa, going, "See, you were just like that." Just yeah. Like that. <laughs> when, when, when I was, when I was in high school, that whole um, oh. goth era happened. I was in high school in South Africa, and you know, we oh were all gosh. dressed in black, and it was metallic, and it was oh. all of that. You know, the Cure as well, and so we had that whole. I don't know. It was just crazy, and um, yeah. and all the adults I think looked at us um, like, "Why?" <laughs> I know. I think, well, there's something that certainly really, really panicked Sue about mm. her son, about Daniel, because um, yeah. she sort of, I think it actually, if I'm, if I'm putting her on the psychiatrist's couch, I think that she's gone a lot, gone through a lot during her teenage years that she mm. hasn't really dealt with and that it's quite a dark time. It has been quite a dark time for her. And um, you know, that that's picked up on in in the movie as well and um but you know so so all of this angry music that daniel's playing and everything that he's going through all these changes that he's going through i think she's sort of wondering where where's my little boy gone and i think Mm -hmm. she sort of has to has to face some of her own demons before um before uh, you know before they can be a bit more harmonious but like simon said i think that it does show that if you're sort of stuck together with somebody, as as many of us are at the moment, um, then unforeseen joys or unforeseen fruits can come from the relationship and from the situation. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's good. I don't, I don't want to give there. it away. Certain things, but there was there was a couple of scenes in there that were so <laughs> pivotal, like just in the, the fudge scene. I'm just going to say the fudge thing. Nancy and I lost it because it was one of those moments <laughs> where. Yeah. It was out of everyone's hands and out of everyone's control, and um, I was just like, "No way!" And as a you know mm-hmm. teenager, you just want to go under the table. You want to go play your air guitar. That's um, interesting because I thought that it was mainly British people whose sense of humour was based on public humiliation, but obviously, it's, <laughs> it's that, well, we did we did live in England for for quite, a couple of years. Well. Yeah, know, we, no, we, we lived. lived yeah. We lived in England for a couple of years, so we we kind okay, of okay. So you've you've got a taste, you've got a taste for it. Oh, yeah. you give me listen. There's some, there's nothing like British humor, and listen, then exactly. Simon, this is the thing about this film. Um, we've done shows just about British film and TV, and the fact that what British and even Canadian. Now we're getting into Canadian stuff too, like Letterkenny and stuff, because there's this humor about the little things and the characters. Its characters are Mm. so strong that you don't need to have this big budget, boom, bang, everything's exploding to make things happen. It just, there's something really connective and that comes out of England. Um, I just think it's, it's, I I can't, yeah, it's really about the characters and definitely in your film, Days of the Bagnold Summer, that's, you just identify with the characters immediately. As soon as it starts, you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, so I think I don't know if it's an England thing, but it seems to me, you know, now that we're here in the States and have been for a while, I really feel it is an English thing. You guys mm-hmm. do good. Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that comes from the the book that the film is based on. It's based on a graphic novel, which definitely has that very 
very English <laughs> feel to it. You know, it's incredibly understated, and quiet mm. and, and subtle. But uh, but also a lot of it comes from the amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Monica managed to take a, a character that um, you know to take the script and, and make it feel real. And um, you know, so I, I was just very lucky that I was surrounded with such talented people. Oh, he's so Simon. You've got such good taste. That's, that's what it comes from. I'm oh, talking listen. about choosing us. I'm talking about just choosing, just you know, creating the atmosphere and um, well, and and the whole look of the movie, and also the um, the thing about the drawings and everything in the in the graphic novel. They're very soulful. There's um, there's an awful lot of humour in the film, but um, mm-hmm. actually the, the the drawings themselves are quite are quite soulful, and you you know you can pick up a lot of um, they're they're quite evocative, and you can you can pick up a lot of you soak up a lot of, of feeling in them, and um, so yeah, that was that was very helpful for Sue and Daniel's relationship. Mm. I, I I love the the characters because. Like I was saying, you just identify with them immediately. And there's certain parts, yeah. like just even, you know, when Sue goes in for Reiki, I was waiting oh, for yeah. the whale and it happened. Because I have a friend who does that stuff and I'm still not going, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. It's just not happening. Oh, maybe um, it's time for you to do it, though, if you were. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Sue was quite resistant, wasn't she? I agree, Lisa. Go do um, it. But then at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think it's important that you do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I did this afternoon. afternoon. She says, I haven't felt this good for ages. <laughs> it's like a good, you know, a good jog on, on the beach. You know, we all need one. <laughs> I think the next episode should be a live Reiki session. No. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd listen to that. You know, listen, but, but Sue, but I love Sue because the date, the date. Oh, no. Like, we're watching. Oh, no. No, we're like, no, no. And you start like, no, you know, like if I was her best friend, I'd be like, hello, no. But us, but you should go out and do it anyway, just to do it. But I um, think that I'm quite pleased. I mean, one of the things that I was quite pleased with about the character was that, you know, she could have been somebody who was, who was portrayed as really, really too shy and going, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not going to do this and no, thank you and, but you know, she was up for her date, and she was going to enjoy yeah. her date. And um, um, I won't cool. give too much away about where it goes. But um, you know, she she sort of thought, now I'm going to I'm going to get my date outfit from the back of the wardrobe and go and have a nice evening. And yeah, Didn't why she's not? Strong. But, um, she's strong. She's a strong, yeah, she strong, strong character. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I, I liked I it she because really she's... And, yeah, no, I think one of the things that I find moving about her is that she's um, she's very loving and she's got she has got that sort of strength that's, that's mm-hmm. not not always not always noticed, but is sort of the bedrock of so many relationships actually. Mm-hmm. And um, she's extremely supportive and and also quite open. I mean, she she doesn't necessarily understand Daniel all the time but she's trying to which is really important and I think she does I, I um we've spoken about this before and I don't I don't know if um I don't know if the, it's the way that the production planned it but 
luckily, all of the scenes where he's really, really nasty to her were, were shot towards the end. So it was quite good because at the, at the beginning of the shoot, we had sort of scenes where they were getting on and they were being quite nice to each other. And then their relationship and their, their intimacy and perhaps, you know, more of Daniel as he was a child um, could mm. be established. And then sort of later in the shoot, it, 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 it went more wrong. And I remember saying to Earl, actually, there was, because he's such a nice chap. And um, at one point he was having to be really nasty to me. And I, rem- I remember saying, you know, if um, you, you're doing a good job, if, you, if, you, if you're really nasty to her in the scene, that's you doing your job well. And um, to, to sort of give him permission. And I, but I don't know, maybe I regretted that at some point. Sometimes it could be a bit hurtful. But um. <laughs> I love the, the T-shirt scene. When when Lisa had <laughs> when she went to school in South Africa, they had to wear uniforms. So I was like, back in England. Back in England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In England. You know, it's like I'm so glad I, when school uniforms. Listen, <laughs> they, they need to check them out. The whole uniform. No, they, thing they was, need no. to keep them. <laughs> no. No. Uh. Uh-uh. But listen, but I wanted to go go to you, Simon, on actually deciding this was going to be. You know, you read this graphic novel, which I love, but then it, you bring in this whole, the music, you know, which you expect is going to be all like thrash metal and shred metal and, you know, and it's not that. You've got this beautiful music um, in and connecting with that, which is super cool. So what was this whole, like, what was it for you that made it like, this is going to be what I do to direct? And it's got, it, what's it like to direct? You know, I know you do a lot in comedy and acting, but then. Uh, and being part of production, but just saying, okay, this is going to be my my big project. Um, well, yeah, I, th- I think the uh, I think I knew I wanted to do this because I just I loved I loved the book and I felt like tonally uh, it was the sort of the sort of the sort of spirit that I wanted to 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 make in a film, um, and. I mean, you ask about the music. I think that the music, yeah, we could have gone in lots of different directions with the music. And we did mm-hmm. definitely think about making it a very heavy metal soundtrack. But I think for a couple of reasons, that just felt wrong. One is that, you know, that's really Daniel's music. And it felt like we'd be sort of excluding Sue from, from that mm-hmm. somehow. Um, <laughs> and also, I think ultimately, I just wanted the music to have the, to achieve the effect that the, the drawings achieve in the book which is they just, I think they sort of ease the reader into the story. They, you can just see immediately from the, the style of Joff's drawings that uh, this is going to be a very warm book. It's going to be empathetic and it's going to be witty. And I think the music does a similar job. Of you just, it sort of helps um, create the, the, the tone that I wanted to achieve. Mm. Um, and in terms of how, you know, what, what it was like directing. I, I just, I loved it. You know, it's so, it's such a thrill and a, and a privilege to be given the responsibility to, you know, see a project through from start to finish and to, you know, have that final sign off on, uh, just felt like a, a huge, yeah, responsibility, but also what I've been sort of working towards and, and hoping, looking forward to doing creatively. Uh, so um, I had a great time, and I'd, I'd love to do more in the future. I think it's great because you've also had the background of acting and being in comedy, so you mm-hmm. know those ropes, you know what I mean? So um, you, 
you understand the different sides and then you get to like really put everything together, which is, I, it's exciting. It's like for us, like as a magazine publishers, we're able to do all these different things, you know, go from writing and photography to, oh, now we can do the whole thing. It's an exciting thing to do. But I also wanted to ask both of you, um, you know, when you think about acting and being on stage in a theater versus film, you know, we were talking about the, um, you know, just how wonderful characters, you know, the characters and the character acting that comes out of England. But to me, it is almost like you are, watching it in a theater there's a that energy is there and even watching this you know um i know where you know you're inside oh, the you know the home there's a feeling mm. of I, I think that's the beauty of the character thing i know i keep going back to that but it's something really special that you have that energy of though you're right there and i don't you don't see that every day you so know I, what though i think i think that also might be to do with the way that simon framed the shot um sometimes I, I remember, um, you know, t- taking part in a scene and thinking, oh, why, why is he filming this bit? Or um, I, I I'm not quite sure why. I'm- Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. It could be stuff like vintage vinyl, stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. Doing this, and then in the film at the end, you see... It was a very witty way of looking at, at that particular scene. Um, mm. So there was there was one point when the I looked down the I can't remember why because I never do this and I don't really like doing it. But I looked through the camera at the framing, and I thought, oh, that's the sort of film that I'm in. Oh, I see. Mm. Okay, because I was fr- framed very small in the doorway when I was on the phone to Mr. Porter, who oh yeah um, yeah you know, Rob Brydon, who who Sue has the date with and I thought gosh you know she looks Sue looks really vulnerable and small through that door Mm -hmm. um and you know with with lots of the scenes it was very some of the scenes were very upsetting and very emotional Mm -hmm. um and you'd be really going for it and really feeling it when you were doing it and then um you'd look at it in the in the cinema or or you know on the on the screen and it would be framed in such a way that Simon was maybe asking you to look at the characters in in a in a in a, in a, in a not more detached way, but in a slightly different way to how how we were feeling. You know, not it wasn't it wasn't um, immersive in in that way. I think I, I'm, I'm you know it's good that you picked mm-hmm. up on that. I think because it was cer- mm-hmm. there was certainly you know the the framing was kind of a character in itself. That's what I got from it. Mm. I think your body language though is mm. like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, because your your face was so no, it's going to be this way, and you're not going to show um, how upsetting it really is. But your shoulders, you're like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could just watch your body language. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. yeah, that's the interesting thing about acting. That you know, I suppose the characters have all these thoughts, but they don't that's what a character is. They sort of let the feelings and thoughts leak out in different ways, mm. don't they? And that, that's, yeah. that will, that's what know. makes them all different. I don't know how Monica and Elle did that because I think they're 
body language in the film is almost precisely what it what it is in the in the book. And I don't know how they've managed to sort of how you guys managed to incorporate. You know, it felt like you just became the characters so much that they just leapt off the page onto the screen. Mm. Um, and I think you're exactly right about like the, the overlap between theatre acting. And again, that is just down to to having a great cast. And Monica has huge theatrical experience, oh, yeah. so she really did, you know, b- become that character uh, in a way that is really hard for for TV and film actors. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's hard to to switch it on and do suddenly have to do an odd line here or pick up another line somewhere else. Or it's not like doing a play where you have, you know, two hours to sink into it. But Monica mm. and Earl did such an amazing job of of being able to 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 turn those characters on and off. And, and Tamsin, oh. Tamsin, I think too is uh, she's extraordinary. I mean, her breadth of work too. I mean, just I mean, if you go and yeah. look up everybody that's in this film, you know, you've seen them in everything. We've seen you in things, Monica. We've seen uh, Rob Bright and Nancy's like I know him and his character. Yeah. I'm just like. Dude, he's 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 like a Hugh Grant in a way. Like yeah. he's got that, you know. Here I am. <laughs> like, I, you know, the charm. I'm Mr. And charming, yeah, but I'm not is. really he's good. Not, yeah, he's just a little older Hugh Grant, and then you know, but Tamsin too. Tamsin cracks me up. She's she is. Um, man, what a it was what so a much uh, fun doing those scenes with Tamsin. Tamsin's character is Astrid is so wonderful. And it's just, it's one of the great joys of directing is, is being mm-hmm. able to, you know, finally be able to cast all your favorite people. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. being able to put together my dream team of my favorite comic actors with, yeah, oh. Monica and, and Tamsin and, and Rob and Alice and Tim Key. And, and Elliot, and, Elliot's know, a trip. Oh, my Elliot, gosh. Yeah, oh, my God. And the rest of the gang. Yeah. Like, so that, oh, that, I, that was, I went to school with Elliot. I've been able to do that. Yeah, you I know I didn't, but I went to school with we him. We all did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that was so cool, and I think this is, you know, I I love this. This is so great, and it's out everyone, everyone. If you go to bagnoldsummermovie dot com and virtual cinema, so that's something too. Um, mm. I know this whole pandemic, we're all like at home, so this is the perfect time to watch movies, <laughs> and, and it's cold. It's winter over here, so do it, and. um but is this something that goes global with being a virtual cinema? Like, you know, my friends in South Africa, because I know they'll love this. Um, can anyone anywhere in the world watch this pretty much? Oh, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. Okay. Everybody has friends in Australia who've watched it. Oh, great. Okay, okay. yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, let's, let's say yes. And then, okay, uh, I think so. Yeah, and they they might get it before or after everybody else too, because they're always like seventeen and a half hours away, wherever it is. They always have that extra <laughs> half hour because they want to be down under and different. Rock on! I love it. But so if you just go to bagnoldsummermovie.com, that is the website to go for this, and uh, definitely watch it. It is super fun, and um, we love it. And listen, whenever you take someone's cake, eat the icing. <laughs> I'm just going to on that. We're like, no way. Yes, if you're allowed. I mean, I love that. There's so many parts of this that just show that relationship, just little things mm-hmm. that were just so perfect. Um, before we go, um, Simon, would you ever continue this in some kind of series? That'd be so Ooh. cool. 
I don't. I there's certainly no plans to. And no, I think it's such a. As I said, what I love about the book is how small and sort of perfectly mm. formed it is. And that's yeah. what we tried to do with the movie as well, was keep it concise. And, you know, I love that it's <laughs> 86 minutes. And it, doesn't, it feels like it doesn't need to be a minute longer. So it doesn't feel like we need to see any more from these guys. We see a snapshot of their life. And mm. you sort of want to, it's nice to imagine what happens with the rest of their lives rather than seeing mm. it play out, I think. I agree. It it's nice yeah. to... Um... I think I think you know. Hopefully, you feel optimistic at the end mm. about where they're going next. Oh yeah, I think it would be fun to to see um, the, the teenager become a father himself and have to deal with the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah and see become true. a granny. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we'll do a sequel in 20 years' time. We could give you wrinkles. I yeah. think she would date on her grandchild too much. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, where was the beach when you went to the coast? The seaside, excuse me. I'll go back to English side, <laughs> the other side of the pond. Um, <laughs> where, was, where were you filming all of this? Well, we, we moved around quite, I mean, a lot of that, uh, the, and a few people have pointed this out to me that the geography of their road trip doesn't make any logical sense. Oh. Um, so a lot of the stuff that we filmed in the car was not really near where we ended up filming the beach scene. <laughs> the beach scene was at South End on Sea, um, and uh, we had a lovely few days in South End on Sea, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, I really it was, enjoyed it. Like being on summer holiday. <laughs> wow, where I know we've been there, Nancy. I know. Is that, I know. Which, that's what I thought. Which side? Which side is it on? Of the which side of the island is it on? Where? Like, what's the closest city the to island. it? I'm just trying to get my head head straight with it because I know it sounds familiar to me. I'm trying to well, like, that's think the back. Sort of thing I should know, isn't it? It's it's down at the at the at the. It's sort of right out east. Kent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, New Kent. Yeah, and I, I was yeah. asking too because. I got to give a shout out to our show sponsor, which is Glenn Burrows. He's uh, owns Norfolk Tours in England, in Norfolk, East Anglia, and um, you can go to Norfolk-Tours.co.uk. Does um, tours? He takes people if they want to dig into their family history or go on a vacation or go. He, he just to, it's totally customized. It's very awesome. So everyone, check out oh, Glenn. They've got the most. They've got the most beautiful beaches there. Yeah, mm, it yeah, lovely. Really, really stunning. Yeah, and we that's... haven't been paid to say that. We generally no, haven't. no. Well, thank you for saying that. He's going to agree with you, and he's the sweetest that's, man. It's like we opinion. we can't wait to go back to England just to meet Glenn in person. He's been on our shows for like ten, four, ten, twelve years now, mm. talking about English history and what to see and do. And he, you know, he takes people all oh, over get, England. Get but... Glenn to take you to the to the beaches in in Norfolk. It's yeah, lovely. Yeah, cool. that's, it's beautiful. Oh, and last thing, last thing, real quick. Okay, each of you now with this whole pandemic thing, what happens for you moving forward in your careers? Monica, do you have projects or are you able to work or do you have to wait a while? I have been working, but I've been, I've been, I know that, I know how rare that is at the moment and I've been extremely lucky. Um, I did a solo show in the theatre and on television, uh, Talking Heads by Alan Bennett. Um, and cool. I did a. I actually went to Sicily miraculously. Um, wow. Did a musical movie of Cyrano de Bergerac or wow. Cyrano de Bergerac, oh. however you say. Huh? Um, so cool. yeah, that was in a couple of months, and I think I missed one of the lockdowns here, and 
Yes, I think probably every day the producers were thinking was probably our last day of filming, but somehow um, wow. we got through the whole thing. So, I love it. Yeah, so, um, and hopefully a couple of filming projects coming up and, um, you know, we'll be well tested and bubbled and bubble wrapped. Yeah, I know. Yes, bubbled. I know, I know. Simon, what about you? How do you feel about? It? I mean, you're. Uh, isn't um, it cool that this comes out I'm now while everyone's to, home? In a way, it's like yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to um, educate my two young children. <laughs> um, so I've been doing a lot of homeschooling. Uh, I did. I directed a short TV series uh, at the end of last year, and um, sort of talking about various jobs that might happen over the summer. But for the moment, I'm very much homebound and uh, hmm. teaching my daughter the difference between even and odd numbers. That was today. Oh, well, that's <laughs> oh, good. Now that you mention it, that must be quite difficult to explain. I don't know. It how is. I, I was that. Myself up how do you put that And what are you going to do when you get to prime <laughs> numbers? When you get to prime no. numbers, that's well, it. That's well. when it's, no. And then algebra, now, yeah. you see, I feel and for time. any parent teaching algebra or trigonometry. No. Like, I feel bad. No. That's mean. That's cruel. That's just, it, it is. It's, it's I just feel like wrong. I've got off very lightly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully it'll all end, and uh, we wish everyone in England the best. I know with that whole other second thing that went through and um, of the pandemic or the virus, and um, we just hope you all stay safe and everyone around the world stays safe and healthy and let's get back yeah. to normal. We need to go play on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> we need to all go play on the beach. But thank you both for joining us. We're going to close with a song. It's uh, from one of our favorite uh, bands in England, Sandtimer. They're on our shows as well all the time. Uh, and this is a song called Time Why Explain. And it just kind of feels part of the movie to me, just listening to the song and having watched the movie again. Everyone, mm-hmm. movie.com is where to go. And uh, keep up with Sandtimer at sandtimer.weebly.com. Here it is. Time why explain here it is take care guys thank you thank you very much thanks thank so you much bye bye it's a sudden moment when you're swimming up from the beach Feel the current turning It's pulling you out of reach You've been splashing around Looking at all the light But now you're flailing Born out on the time And it's a cold, cold day When it happens But there is one long life I'm from this There is one long
Caught in the head. 